This is the Pipkin and Turnbull Show. It is October 15th, 2020. This is episode uh, 26. Man, we got so many awesome things to talk to you. Um, uh, like we talked about last week, it's such a great time in sports because there's so much going on. It's, it's almost yeah. overwhelming. It's like like consuming overload type thing, but it's, all, it's good. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully like it keeps going. So once again... I've got a baby yeah. in my room. Jamie's got some chihuahuas. So if you're hearing some stuff in the background, you're not going <laughs> crazy. Uh, that's probably what you are hearing. So uh, with that, what are we going to be talking about today, Mr. Turnbull? All right. So we have an NBA champion. Um, the Lakers were able to pull it off. And um, so we're going to look at, give our reactions to that. And then we're going to um, kind of review how the bubble went and uh, what um, the futures for Miami and L.A. Um, hold. And then we had some uh, NFL unbeatens lose um, the, the Chiefs and the Bills. So we're going to um, take a look at that and um, then preview their matchup this Monday. And then uh, um, as we always as we have this season, we're going to end uh, today with our best and worst, and then give you guys some matchups that we think um, you will like uh, for this weekend. So with that, uh, Caleb, what did you think about game six? Or, I mean, honestly, the finals as a whole. Yeah, uh, I, uh, and it was, it was, it was, I mean, it, I mean, I, you know, I wish it could have, I wish we could have had more of it. I wish we could have had, you know, yep. I wish kind of every game was kind of like that. Uh, you know, the I think it was game five before game six where Miami won. It'd been great to kind of see that throughout. Yeah, it'd have been great to see uh, full healthy Miami with Adebayo and Drogic playing throughout the whole uh, mm -hmm. series. I would have loved to seen that. Uh, but man, I, I credit Jimmy Butler and the young Heat players. Um, they've got a lot of mm -hmm. great things I think coming their way because of the way that this team is built. Um, yeah, you know it, it's agree. definitely built for the long term. Like I think, I think of the Spurs or the Pistons, especially the Spurs. Uh, when you think about Manu, uh, Ginobili, um, and then you had Tim Duncan, uh, and so I, I really yeah. do feel like you know with that kind of strategy and you. You know, what was great about those Spurs teams is they also had a great depth at bench. Uh, guys that could come, mm -hmm. you know, like a Duncan Robinson that could just come off the bench and get you crucial threes. So I think I think Miami is happy uh, definitely with their direction that they're going in to take, you know, a 4-2 series where people just thought that they didn't belong. Um, they they definitely proved um, that um, – you know, I you know definitely I think best of the East because they beat the best in the East. You know, no matter what the circumstances yeah. look like, I mean they still had to go through Milwaukee and Boston, which to me were the best of the East. Which you know, which which yeah. I you know talent wise, you know that's what we thought that the Eastern Conference Finals uh, would be. Uh, and so you add mm. you add a couple pieces. Um, uh, to it and we can come back to the rebuilding of or not re rebuilding but how do we add to get us past LA uh, both mm. teams in LA um, and especially with Golden I think we've all forgotten falling asleep in a sleeping giant that is Golden State uh, with, with yes. all the players that yeah. are coming back healthy for them 
um, with some new additions. Uh, so Golden State, uh, it's going to be tough to beat. Uh, I think this coming Don't year. forget about the Nets. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Kevin Durant <laughs> with, and Kyrie. Um, but, yeah. you know, uh, and then speaking to, uh, it is incredible. You know, no matter what we think of LeBron, no matter what we think of his legacy, it, it is incredible and amazing what he's done going to three different mm-hmm. organizations um, and elevating them to a championship. Um, you know, I know yeah. that he had great, great, pieces at each stop um especially in miami i would say to me still the most impressive win that they had was where they went to game seven and won it game seven against golden state i think that was still his most impressive what he was able to do with the with the characters on that team uh making sure that he got them young players uh, to that championship i think uh, I, I think what helped LeBron in this run was that he did have a lot of veterans. Uh, usually we'd see that kind of hindering, I think, a couple teams. But you had a lot of veterans, a lot of guys um, knowing that, you know, that like getting to the finals isn't isn't a guarantee, you know. And, you know, and, and yeah. AD, I think he he approached it um and handled everything extremely well uh, because, you know, mm. he is he is um, just as crucial aspect to the team, team success, because without AD, they didn't make the playoffs last year. I mean, you know, yeah. they, you know they have LeBron um, and, and, you know, a very similar team, but you add mm. AD and this is where you get. So, so you, you can't you can't discount um, and you can definitely make the case that, um, looking at the next couple of seasons, you could make the case that AD is, you know, his best teammate is LeBron, Scottie Pippen. You know, I, I like, you know, I still kind of, I still lean a little bit Dwayne Wade um, in that kind of thing. But uh, just, I, I do appreciate 17 championships, uh, what the Lakers did uh, mm-hmm. to, to get their superstars, to get superstars back in LA. Uh, it, it's incredible what I think the Clippers mm-hmm. and the Lakers did to elevate basketball back in L.A. Um, And I think, you know, I I think it's actually made it a better league. I think we have a better league now than we've had probably in the past, honestly, I would say eight eight to five years. I mean, I'm I'm excited, you know, where where we have players place. It's not like overwhelmingly like it's going to be Golden State. It's not overwhelmingly like it's going to be LeBron and the Miami Heat. Like there's a lot of unknowns uh, that we have to basketball. And and I think this also shows you the – and I think the East is a lot stronger than I I think – is perceived right now. I I, I think the East Mm -hmm. is poised next year, um, especially – um, seeing what the Nets will do, seeing what Miami will do to rebuild, and so I, I think the East is a fascinating uh, process and a, a fascinating a side of it um, that I'm not. I, I can never pinpoint to, to tell you what may happen uh, in the East, um, but uh, yeah, I uh, uh, just just kudos to Jimmy Butler um, as well. Um, you know, I I never would have imagined that. Um, I never thought Jimmy as this kind of player, like this kind of franchise superstar kind of guy. Never oh, thought yeah. it was going to happen. I questioned the whole Miami, like 
yeah, getting Jimmy Grubler, Butler is great. Like, but who's going to be your actual superstar? But I mean, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it just shows you the type. If you've got the work ethic, which which Jimmy Butler has shown that he has, and the right yes. team and right organization to fight for, like Jimmy Jimmy is right there among the the superstars of the league. Um, and he proved it in this yeah. finals. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of my initial thoughts. Did you have any other thoughts, Jamie? I mean, I, now I, I think now we need to look at where they go from here. And um, just talking about the Lakers, because um, Miami, I think they've got a young enough core that they're going to contend for years to come um, as long as they can keep it together. Lakers, on the other hand, they do have a lot of vets, you know, and they don't have necessarily a young a young core like Miami does. So where do they go from here? And that's um, you you got to build this around AD. You 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 got to let um, I saw earlier that he's going to opt out of his, I think, twenty eight million dollar deal. And then he's going to resign the Lakers. So he's obviously going to be there. So now you have to build around him. You know, um, LeBron's not always going to be there. So, you know, have a plan for that. And that way you can, because AD, I think if you can get the pieces around him, um, I think you can possibly win five, six more championships with an AD there. Um, But you got to build it. And, um, you know, don't just be satisfied with this one, um, you know, championship because it seems like the lakers win a championship every like 10 years and so you know don't be satisfied with this and then all right well you know 2030 here we come like no keep building get get young pieces draft well um find young free agents like you gotta keep going because i think man the lakers can be the team of the west easily but they have to build around ad and um, if they do that correctly, they're they're. I mean, I I don't see Golden State even beating them right now. So, but I mean that, that that's my thoughts on it. I, I I'm just excited for good NBA because for years, like you said, man, for years we we weren't. It, it was really one sided. You know, it was Golden State then everybody else. And I'm excited that a lot of a lot of these teams are emerging with some powerful players and um it's competitive again and um that's something that the nba's lacked for a couple years is uh competitiveness and so i really like it um and uh you know and as for the bubble um i i loved it i thought that was a great way um to keep everybody together um you know we didn't have any covid cases while they were in the bubble at least none that i can remember um, I, I, it was still competitive, you know, um, I think everybody likes home court advantage and, you know, you like to hear the crowd cheering at live, um, you know, live games and stuff like that. But, you know, we live in a different time right now than we did last year. And, um, I, I thought the bubble was good. I, I, you know, I don't see it. I don't think it could work for every team or, uh, every league, but I thought the NBA did a great job with the bubble. Um, you know, just kind of we're, we're, we're in kind of uncharted territory right now. And these sports leagues are trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And I think the NBA really hit a home run with bringing everybody together and, um, you know, 
keeping everybody there in Orlando and made it really work. So, um, you know, do you have any thoughts on the bubble at all? Yeah, no, I'm glad you, I'm glad you remember the bubble. <laughs> I know we had, we had over, <laughs> but I'm glad you, uh, yeah, no, I, you know, initially when I, when I, I wasn't a fan of the bubble, like the whole bubble idea, mm-hmm. um, because of, I mean, I, I just didn't ever think like you could get the, the competition level where you need it to, like, yeah. because that's, I mean, that's the thing. I, and you know, I, I, you know, we, with some of these games, I mean, some of them were like unwatchable. I mean, especially like early yeah. on, like it, it was real rough and, uh, you know, but as the playoffs especially began, um, it really just showed you what teams were focused on basketball. Like what teams yeah. were able to, um, to push everything aside, focus in on this bubble opportunity, and really play some basketball. Um, and so the teams that were able to do that, uh, like like the Nuggets, like the Heats, um, um, they really, they really, I, I think it propelled their team even more. I I don't think without the bubble, and I and I could be wrong, but I don't think without the bubble. I don't know if the Heat are in the finals, um, because of just, uh, just uh, I, I think just the fans do play a, the mental game um, where you're not yeah. used to your routine. I mean, it really does play a factor. Um, but I but but what these teams were able to do, what the NBA was able to do, you cannot you can only congratulate them and be like this was an incredible thing to do in this time of crisis and um to Mm -hmm. actually have an nba champion uh there is no asterisk like there is no like question mark on it um you just saw the uh, it just you had to have a whole different mentality and the the organizations and the players that were able to do that um and, and it does go back i mean you do have um you know, I, I I always think you know the Heat organizationally are one of the top, if not the top, organization as a whole, and I think that does yeah. help you. It does help you have like Eric Spolstra and a Pat Riley to hit, keep their team focused. You know, and and I think yeah, I think the Nuggets are showing that they you know have that type of coaching and that type of environment as well. And so, um, yeah, I I thought you know to to for three months to be in the bubble uh to be away from you know they they did have family friends come but i mean that would be i mean that would be hard uh you know but the billions of dollars that that costs the nba to put on yeah because you're not i mean you're not only thinking play it's not only like players and coaches and refs i mean you've got tv crews you've got the crews at at Disney, at the bubble, uh, you've got uh, like whole bunch of assist. Like you've got, you've got so much that you have to think about for that thing yeah. to actually have happened. You know, how do you entertain? How do you feed? Like, like, like there was so much thought, and they got it prepared. I mean, for something that big, they got it prepared really quick. Like they got. Their yeah. ducks, <laughs> they got their ducks in a row or something like that. Um, they, they are definitely, um, they were the test subjects of how you have a successful bubble. 
uh, because you're looking. Do you think? Do you think the NFL could do something like this around playoff time? I think they're gonna. It's 32 teams. I don't think they can, but um, around playoff time, do you think I, they can do something like I this? I think they will. I think you think they will. I think because in order to finish the season, you're gonna have to. I think it's a bummer for yeah. fans. Uh, you know, cause you couldn't be in attendance, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to, I mean, I, I think they're already talking. I know major league baseball's talking about it too. Um, because mm-hmm. it's all about like, how do we finish? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we love that it's going, but you've got, uh, every week with the NFL, NCAA, Major League Baseball, I think is, is actually starting to quiet down. But NCAA, NFL, mm. uh, it's kind of every week we're getting these COVID cases. Um, and, and what's yeah. difficult is that the the only way to ensure procedures, I, I think, is within a bubble because each state has different laws. And that the way that they are looking at, like, what are we doing? Because, you know, you, you look at the Chiefs. Chiefs had fans opening night, you know, opening day. And yeah. the rest of the NFL yeah. waited till week four. So it's it's really looking at, you know, each each state, you know. Um, and and mm-hmm. as the organization as a whole NFL, the only way, I think, to keep all parties happy the best that you can is possibly look at having a bubble situation, um, mm-hmm. and uh, in the future, um, and and I and like yeah. you were saying, I, I think the only I think the playoffs you can do that. I don't know if you can do that a full season. You may be able to, mm-hmm. you know, who are, you know, do you get to a point to where you are mathematically eliminated? And once we get to that point, um, yeah. But I, you know what. Uh, what I also, you know, this year, I think we actually, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we actually have an extra team that can be, we have a uh, uh, yeah, extra team. Yeah, we'll have an extra team in the playoffs. So that's, yeah, I mean, for that AFC and large, NFC. I mean, that makes it also harder on this year in particular um, to, yeah. uh, because you, you would have had fewer fewer teams in the playoffs and, and figuring out mm-hmm. what, what that looks like. But, um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, depending on, what federal mandates? What you know? What what will happen in the future? I mean, all these leagues have to look at like if we get to that point, so that we can at least have a champion. How are we going to do a bubble? And I think college, yeah. college, you know, college football's got to do the same as well. Um, yeah. Uh, how are we going to do bubbles in our league? So, but but you're right in yep. saying that you you can't do it for full for full seasons. You know. So what I wish, what I think, you know, I, I think what the NFL, I mean, I still would have granted a champion, but you, I know that they, we didn't have a preseason, but maybe you even had fewer games too. uh, Besides Mm. that, you know, you make sure that you get your, your two division games in and then a couple extra. Mm. uh, Yeah. Just so that we can just have it like, somewhat of a season you know somewhat of a season to where we can be like okay they were champions of this year and we can get past this and go back to it but yeah i know there's a lot of money <laughs> involved so the reason that you yes. play games and, and things like that but i i think the biggest thing is like just getting done just getting done with the yeah. season and i think i think college football is in the same weird space you know with with your mm. message that 
you know, I, that I haven't even looked up today, but Nick Saban, you know, being tested positive for COVID. So, I mean, you're just going to see more and more yeah. of that. And I think the Gators canceled their game. And um, so it's just the yep. let's get done with the season. And, you know, maybe the Big Ten will be like, oh, we're going to cancel again. <laughs> that yeah. would be something, man. Oh, my gosh. It could happen, no. man. It could happen. <laughs> you know, so. But, you know, one, you know, one last thought about COVID and, and all that, and that'll be our last probably talk. But I, I, you know, I think, I think each, uh, each organization like the NCAA, I think they should, I think they should extend the season and allow more bye weeks. I think if you get, and I'm sure there probably is this protocol. If a certain amount of teams have this much in your league, you just have a bye week. You just have a bye week for yeah. the whole NFL um, cause I, I think that would solve a lot of skit. You just, it, you, that's all you can do. Just expect to extend yeah. the season. Um, and, yeah. and I would, I would say like, I would say like five or, you know, cause I think we're already at three or, or something with COVID cases going on three to four. But like, once you hit yeah. maybe like six, you just, you just say, we're going to have a bye week We're just going to get everybody healthy we're you know that way we don't have fans and 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 all that just have more bye weeks you know yeah um i would agree that'll help with fantasy too. have league-wide bye weeks so that that, (laughs) yeah that you know that's what's killing me on fantasy it's like no it's like like (laughs) let's have league-wide bye weeks and or, or something so uh, yeah, but but moving on. So uh, with that, we saw a lot of teams go down, or mainly two two undefeated that um, went down um, this Sunday. Um, and I'm gonna let you kick off with that discussion, Jamie. <laughs> um, so the Chiefs and the Bills lost. Um, I mean the Bills. I'll, I'll start there because I have a lot to say about the Chiefs. Um, the Bills. I don't know. They they didn't look bad, I guess, but they they didn't look good. You can definitely tell the Titans were uh, rested. Um, but uh, you know they they definitely Tennessee definitely just dismantled them. And um, you know I, the Bills are definitely better than how they played. Um, what was it Tuesday night? Yeah. Um, and uh, so I I don't think that they're like you know done or like they're they're not gonna win this season they're gonna they're gonna win they're gonna do fine it's um just a matter of you know um you know playing better playing consistently um you know not turning the ball over and just stuff like that just it's little things little things that you can practice and that can be taught better and little things that can um you know be fixed and um I didn't see anything that the Bills did that couldn't be fixed. Um I thought they they they're still one of the top teams in the AFC. I thought um they that the Bills looked good um in some aspects of the game. Tennessee's still, you know, the Tennessee was one win away from the from the Super Bowl last year, you know. So a lot of people are kind of sleeping on Tennessee and you know I, they're a top team in the AFC, just like Buffalo. So I think a lot of the stuff that um, happened to Buffalo, I think can be fixed in practice um, and just kind of fine tuned. Um, so uh, the chiefs <laughs> that I don't, they, they just looked sluggish. I guess they weren't playing to their 
to their level. And I won't even say that they they were playing down to the Raiders because the Raiders are a good football team. Um, you know, their problem is consistency um, and Gruden trusting his team. And he trusted them um, last Sunday. He, you know, there was a, when they it was fourth and one and they went for it and they got it um, earlier in the season. Gruden would have uh, punted in that situation and gave the ball back. So, you know, it, it's kind of a matter of, you know, their consistency needs to be key. Um, for the Chiefs, you, you got to remember who you are and you got to keep playing at a high level. And I just saw a lot of mistakes that they don't usually make. Um and I saw a lot of stuff that the Chiefs were doing that um, just isn't characteristic of them, um, and that they, um, my it's just the best thing that I can describe the Chiefs' performance last Sunday was just sluggish. Like I don't know if they were looking ahead to Buffalo this um, this Monday or what, but um, they definitely weren't 100% in that game. I saw the defense was making mistake after mistake after mistake, blown coverages, missed tackles, just stuff the Chiefs haven't done, you know? Um, and, you know, and the Chiefs, if the last time they lost was against actually against Tennessee, November 10th, I think, of 2019. So, like, we had almost, it almost been a year since the Chiefs lost. You know, so, like, it was going to happen. You know, it, it sucks it was against the Raiders. But, um, you know, I think, you know, some of the Chiefs' problems was they were believing their own hype. They were reading um, their own news cl- newspaper clippings, you know, and kind of thought they were unbeatable. And then they got beat by their biggest rival. And so, you know, I, I think the Chiefs need to dial it back in. They need to, you know, go get back to the basics and um you know come out swinging this monday so yeah. um i mean the biggest I thing mean, I, I i gotta give credit to also i think the raiders were playing a four-quarter game uh yes uh, because it kind of mm-hmm. looked there kind of close to the end like uh with some late touchdowns by the chiefs like they were kind of rallying once again <laughs> like we were gonna see some yeah the home magics but they uh kept it under check um and I feel like yeah. it's been building a couple of weeks to this loss. Like, you know, we, we, and, and some people are, you know, I, I think it has to do maybe a little bit with Pat's time in the back, but I think it also has to do with uh, a crying baby in the background. Uh, but I think it also <laughs> has to do with, uh, you know, with, it, it's, it's weird because sometimes I just feel like the play calling is just like, we just want to take shots when, you know, sometimes yeah. we just need to play, play the five to 10 yard game and, and try to get the speed in that area. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I think it's just kind of rework it, refresh it, uh, get ready for Buffalo on Monday. Cause they, yeah. you know, it's, it, I mean, they've got a good offense and a good defense. I mean, they're pretty balanced Yeah, um, and they're going to, um, kind of be given um, what they've been um, showing us here lately, you know, a four-quarter game. Uh, and so that that was my biggest uh, takeaway from Oakland uh, is, is they, that they, you know, unlike unlike the Chargers and some other, you know, close games, they they took them to four quarters. Um, and so yeah. 
Um, yeah, and it's uncommon mistakes that the Chiefs' defense was making, especially some of the players in the secondary. Um, I don't think Matt, yeah. Matthew, you know, had a great game. Um, you know, mm-hmm. against you know uh, Las Vegas, which is where it's still still, yeah. still weird to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I think for some reason, I think we also forget last year they were kind of having some same kind of troubles during this part of the season as well. It's like as soon as they get out of September, yes. it's kind of like. Oh, let's fire Andy Reid in October. And like, let's love him again in November. You know. Yeah. So I mean, this has kind of been a little bit of the pattern, um, and so mm. uh, I just think sometimes they just need to, uh, especially you know, if if they can't get a run game going, I, I think early on in the first couple of weeks you saw where they could get their run game going. That's important. It can't just be Mahomes throwing it forty times every Sunday. Yeah. So or over. I don't. I don't know how many times he threw it this Sunday, but I. I know it's. it's, Oh man. It's um, the the run game for the Chiefs have just not been there in the last couple weeks, so they need to figure out how to get that Week One run game back. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, you know, and and uh, give some more opportunities for Pat to have some help with the run game. But but also yeah. you got to, you know, too, but, you know, be, and I know that Andy likes to be creative, but figure out how can you get Tyreek and Travis more involved a little bit, especially Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill. I just, I just don't think, you know, think about last season. I just don't think he's as involved as he was. And I know that he's being double covered, even triple covered at times, but I just, you yeah. just find smaller ways to get him going. I mean, even if you mm-hmm. get him on a jet sweep that loses a couple of yards, like get him going, like and because yeah, in the I would agree. in the long run when you get to the fourth, you know, and Tyreek's a guy where I feel like the more that you give him, even if it is lost, like he's had some drops and things, but when you get him kind of more comfortable and and you give him these little things, he'll he'll make up for him big in the second half. So I you know get him going a little bit more. Um, you know, I just, and that's what the Titans did against the bills. I mean, it was their run game. I mean, Derrick Henry, like mm-hmm. you had that post. I mean, Derrick Henry made Josh Gorman look like he was in a middle schooler tackling him. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, just that stiff arm yeah. though, man. Oh my God. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, so they've got to, they've got to get, and, and I think Hilaire is special enough to where they can start getting that. Um, and maybe, Maybe they get some more power. I know that you talked about them possibly that uh, Le'Veon is a possibility for the Chiefs uh, at this point. Maybe he yep. can bring a little bit of power um, and just and just see you know what they can do about this run game. Uh, yeah. And uh, so Jamie, um, any other thoughts about um, the two teams that are now beaten? No, uh, I, it's. It, I'm looking forward to this Monday, man. Um, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, the, those two teams going at it. Uh, I'm cause this Monday, um, and that's a good way to segue into our next, uh, topic. Um, you know, that's, that's one of my matchups to watch is chiefs bills. Um, I think, um, it's going to be interesting to see both teams bounce backs. Um, I, I'm, you know, how, you know, after their first losses, how do the Chiefs and the Bills look now? Um, you know, because, 
you know, a young team that can definitely derail your season early. But, um, you know, I, I'm definitely looking forward to this Monday's matchup of the Chiefs and Bills because um, they're they're both. I could see them playing again in the playoffs, and so it's going to be a um, a big tell on um, where each team is after their first loss. You know, are are you going to let that kind of linger with you for a while, or are you guys truly uh, all right? That sucked. Let's move on. Um, so. It's it's gonna be interesting, definitely. Um, this Monday's matchup, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so here is our favorite segment of the week. No, our uh, our best of the, <laughs> and worst of the week. Um, I always like to start with the worst. I I don't know why, but uh, yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> uh my my worst uh, for the week is the Mississippi State offense. Um, this week against Kentucky, uh, you look at where the talk was of this offense in week one, um, and now, uh, where they're at, um, in week two, um, they only put up two points against Kentucky. So they literally didn't score an offensive touchdown. So, um, so maybe, I mean, uh, uh, Leach shouldn't have said that he wanted to play the Chiefs or some of these yeah. other NFL teams because they were busy. So uh, that's uh-huh. kind of ever since he said that, man, it's all gone downhill for Mississippi State. But, uh, like, I just don't know. I just don't see. I, I guess what's shocking is how can, you know, your offense look so explosive from week one and then just they, they they i mean it was it was ugly i mean and i and i watched yeah. parts of that game and it was castillo on the ground um but i mean you know uh lsu losing to mizzou i mean so is it is is lsu really just that bad right now or like i, I mean i know that that's part of it um but i mean two points i mean that yeah. you know you going from records NCAA records to two points just a few weeks later um and Joe Costello saying ah he's maybe the Heisman he may be one of the top quarterbacks from week one to where we're like oh man like that's that's ugly (laughs) like it I mean it was I mean it was uh and you know Kentucky does have a good defense but they they just shut him down and 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 and, Mm -hmm. you know um I really like uh what uh um Stoops is I'm trying to remember his first I think it's Mark Stoops. Um it's his brother mm-hmm. um who's coaching for Kentucky. Um has really been doing a great job of getting uh Kentucky like super competitive as a football team. Um and so yeah. but I mean they uh they really uh had uh a game defensively against uh Mississippi State where I you know when I was looking at it I was like man I just think they've got too much like Literally, when I thought about the matchup, I was like, I think Mississippi State's going to get their offense going again. It's just going to be a little bit too much for Kentucky. But, man, Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky was, they were, they were flying. I mean, they were team, mm. team defense, um, getting after it. Um, and so I know that that, you know, played a part of it as well. But, man, just, yeah, the, the final score was 24 to 2. Uh, yeah. So, uh, like, I, I, and, and Costello, Costello had 232 uh, passing yards, and I think he had like maybe one or one, uh, two or three 
interceptions. So uh, it's yeah. just crazy to me to just see, like, so part of it, should I just say, should I, should my worst, when I could have said it, the worst, once again, was LSU's defense, or is it Mississippi State's offense? You know, so like. Yeah. So, but yeah. I'm still going to say Mississippi State's offense because that's crazy. Like, I, I still can't, like, like because they, they were throwing it all over the place against LSU. And then these next, mm-hmm. the next two weeks, they just, like, nope, uh, we're just, uh, we're, we can barely get a five yard pass. And that's about it. Yeah. And we're going to go three and out or throw an interception. And that's what, it, I yeah. mean, that's what was the Kentucky game. So that's, that was my worst of the week. What was yours, sir? Man, I think you know what my worst of the week was. Um, Miami Clemson. All right. That that was a prime example of a team that did not need to be ranked seventh in the nation and a team that was not deserving to be on the field with the number one team in college football. All right. Um, the Miami looked okay at the start. They um they stopped Clemson on like uh, made Clemson go out on a three and out um but then um penalties 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 and more penalties uh, Miami really shot themselves in the foot and then before you knew it Clemson was rolling on all cylinders and was dominating the game um it it was not a competition um by half by halftime the game was over um it. it Completely dismantled them. Um, everything that Miami had built leading up to that looked like child's play. It, it did not look like a team um, that was um, deserving of where they were. Um, I I was, you know, I remember back in you know the early two thousands those Miami teams that just completely dismantled people and every aspect of the game completely dismantled them and so for this this year looked like that those years like this it was looking like the all right this this is the miami team that i remember and then we we roll into death valley and the clemson uh tigers remind us that nah (laughs) the u ain't back um you know i think the i i think the miami you know has a chance of playing them again in the ACC championship. Um, probably be the same outcome. But um, so I think Miami is looking good. I hope King stays after this year. I wouldn't, a lot of draft ask, um, people say that he's the third best quarterback in the draft. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't blame him if he left. But um, this is a young team. This is a really young team. And I think they're going to get better. Um, but Clemson definitely um, is the best, and uh, Miami was not ready for that, and so that was uh, that was my worst of uh, last weekend. Yeah. Well, and and here's the deal, I and the parts of the game it just made me laugh because, like, I I think what they're trying to do is get that classic Miami swag back, and I know I know that. You know your um your uh your uh, uh past alums are wanting to see that too, and I know that they they come in and get these young players all hyped up, thinking about what Miami used to be and and things like that. Mm. 
But the the issue is what what I saw was just undisciplined. Like you just, I mean, yeah. you see, I've never seen Trevor Lawrence like riled up, like like playing a little little angry, you know. And he, um, yeah. It, and it some sometimes he just was able. He he made him pay for it, you know. He proved he mm-hmm. like stepped up and proved who who he, who he was, you know. And they were, yeah. I felt like they were going after the wrong. Uh, wrong uh, guy for that. So, but I just, um, mm. I, I, I think you can't for Miami. You've got to, you got to do your business better. Uh, for sure, you've mm. got to, because I mean, they were, I mean, in it at half. You know, I mean, twenty in some regards, uh, you know, at twenty one ten, having a fresh start going into the third quarter, seeing what they're able to do. I think they've got, I think they've got talent and athletes to keep building on with this program. But mm-hmm. I don't think you can, you know, be so undisciplined if you can't back it up. You know, that's that's yeah. the thing about Miami of old was it, they could do all they wanted because they backed it up. Those guys like Clinton Porter yeah. and Eric Reed and some other Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. they back it up. Mm-hmm. The players that you got yeah. now, you can't, you know, they may be wearing a chain and jewelry for offense like, but you, you can't you can't back up the undisciplined play that they that they had on on some of the stuff that I had like it was just unnecessary for some you know and that and it killed them in the end you know and so yeah to be and I understand what Miami wants to be but um but the weird thing or not the weird thing but what also happened in the past was you know they were able to do business at this, like let their, let their, let their talk and whatever, but they were still able to do business, you know, and they yeah. were, I mean, they were the best and they, and then they had to prove mm-hmm. why they were. Um, and my, you know, yeah. like you were saying like that, that culture is not, not there yet. And I think, uh, they've yeah. got to get, uh, because, you know, Clemson's sec caliber type players, type size, uh, Miami's got mm-hmm. a couple pieces like that, uh, but it but it really kind of shows you you know what I saw you know with with two players to me kind of looking SEC caliber on defense with Clemson you've got a front seven that could compete against you know you know uh, defenses that you see in the SEC not right now I don't yeah. know what's happening with defenses in the SEC but size and talent wise. <laughs> You know, um, in the past, you know, uh, yeah. So it, that's a whole what is happening with SEC defense is a whole nother conversation within itself. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, um, you know, I, I think we always mean you are the same thing. I think we can find like our worst, but uh, thinking about like what is um, my best uh, for. Um, for this week, um, I got to go back to uh, LeBron. I think um, I, as as much as um, as much as I like, you know, sometimes don't. Uh, I'm like he's he's okay and things, but he he's 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 legendary. I mean, he's yeah, like and it's and it's amazing that within our lifetimes that 
Um, we're arguing about seeing the best NBA players of all time. You know, I mean, nine 90s, you know, Michael and people are talking about LeBron in the same regard, you know. And so yeah, uh, it, it is amazing to see that he's gone to three different franchises and gotten them championships. Um, I'd have to, you know, I'd have to go back to see, you know, at, at his level of doing that, I, I think he's the first to have ever done that. And so mm-hmm. just giving all the LeBron credit for, uh, taking an organization that looked like had no direction at all um, and then lead them to an NBA Finals and, and a championship. So I, I give all that uh, greatness to LeBron and all his respect, you know. And, uh, you know, I unfortunately I don't think there's anything that, you know, that he can do for, for me at least. I know for a lot of people have different opinions, but for me at least to be like, is he greater than Michael? And I was just like, man, we'll never have another Michael Jordan. Like they're no, like there, and there's so many reasons why I say that. Not only on the court, but off the court. Um, they're yeah. like, I, and I thought about that this week. Like, you could you could literally go around the world, anywhere around the world, and he he is the first athlete. In my opinion, you know, maybe Muhammad Ali is maybe the close second to where you can go all over the world and say the words Michael Jordan and people know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah. Um, and just, just, um, just so, so many other things. But, and that's not, and that's not any knock against LeBron. There's just, there will never be another Michael Jordan. Um, no. And, uh, you know, just in, in all sense of the word. And, uh, but, but he's up there. I mean, and, and, um, uh, just, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of greatness. And it's, it's amazing to see what it's, it's incredible. I mean, it, it's incredible to see how LeBron can take really less than average guys and propel them to an, uh, to an NBA finals. Um, and so, Best best yeah. thing best player right now, um, definitely in the league. Uh, all the credit to LeBron James. So that yeah. was my best of the week. Oh uh, yeah, I would agree with that. You know, um, but my best thing I saw. I hate both these teams uh, with a fiery passion, ba- mainly because of where I'm at. Um, we're in Big Twelve country here. Um, the SEC kind of leaks up, but. Uh, I would say, for the most part, Missouri is Big 12 country. So, but that Texas-Oklahoma game uh, last Saturday, four overtimes, man, I was I was at the edge of my seat watching this one because it's just, I love college football overtime. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't care who the teams are playing. Yeah. If I see that a college football game is in overtime, I'm watching the game. Yeah. It's it's just so fun. It's the best, and I wish the, the NFL best, would do something like that. It's the best overtime in any sport. Yes, like, agree. I don't know if that. I don't think that should be controversial, but that is it is the best. Like there's nothing that comes close yeah. to it. I mean, the only uh, and I'll get, let you get back to your point. The only thing <laughs> that comes close to it is when you see shootouts, maybe. But but even yes. so, I yeah. you know, um, shootouts you know are you know, in my opinion, are a little, uh, I mean, they're still intense, but like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's like the whole team though. Like in college, it's, it's the yeah. whole, it's not an individual who's losing you the game or like 
having a moment, you know, it is, it is the whole, whole team on the field, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, go back to your point, but yes. Um, I just, I liked both, you know, um, both teams in this were just deserving of this win. Um, you know, Ellinger, I'm, I want the Chiefs to draft Ellinger next, next year. You know, obviously he's not better than Mahomes, but just having someone like that, um, for whatever reason, I was getting Taysom Hill, um, uh, Tatum, Tatum Hill, uh, the quarterback for the Saints. Um, I was getting like vibes from Ellinger uh, that reminded me of him, and I, I think the Chiefs could use him um, in in the off uh, in the offense next year. Um, and then Spencer Rattler, man, he um, he's a freshman, and he's he stepped up and he had a good game, um, and just everything that the you know the. The Sooners would do something, and then Texas would answer, and then Texas would do something, and then the Sooners would answer, and it was just back and forth, just classic, great college football game. Um, can't say anything bad about it. If you guys didn't watch it, try to find a way to watch it. It was great. Um, I definitely think about thought about watching it again just to be able to watch it again. <laughs> um, it, it just... It was so much fun, just fun game to watch. Um, hopefully we'll see more that are just like that good um, later in the season. Um, but a game that ended 53 to 45, man, like that, that, that's just great. That it's a high scoring game, obviously, but it's just a good game. So if you didn't get to watch it, watch it. Um, but yeah, that was the best thing I saw uh, last weekend. Awesome. So real quick, just some upcoming games that we are looking forward to um, starting off in the NFL uh, real quick. Um, yeah, so uh, we've got, uh, we've already mentioned it, Bills and Chiefs. Definitely want to be mm-hmm. looking at that game. Uh, I, uh, it's hard for me never not to pick the Chiefs, so I, I like the Chiefs in that game. <laughs> uh you know, uh, Jamie is probably gonna once again. Uh, uh, there's there's two more that I'm seeing that I'm interested in, but uh, hey, I'm gonna say it. I'm I'm interested in seeing you know seeing like how for real these Browns are and how for real these Steelers are. Uh, you've got four and one Browns <laughs> going against the four and zero Steelers. Uh, so you've got a mm-hmm. uh, battle in the AFC North. Um, and so, uh, I really be interested just to see where these two teams are at, especially my Steelers, uh, would hate to see the league team against the Browns. Uh, but just want to see, Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, amazing performance from Chase Claypool, uh, seeing him develop mm. even more and more. Uh, and so very interested in that matchup. Uh, and then also we've got Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Uh, facing off with the Packers mm-hmm. and the Buccaneers. Uh, so uh, I think that's another huge test, especially for the Buccaneers uh, with some of their injuries that they have. Um, and then just to mm-hmm. really test, you know, this great defense that they have for Tampa Bay against uh, the firepower of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jamie, any NFL matchups that we missed or anything that you're looking at? Um... As I go through the schedule, um, yeah, mine mine is definitely the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, I and you know, Packers Buccaneers. Um, 
But as for, um, I don't really see any in the NFL that I um, that are like really catching my eye this week. But one in uh, college football that I'm definitely interested in is uh, Alabama uh, number. Let's see, number two Alabama versus number three Georgia. It's going to be 7 p.m. Central Time on CBS. Um, I think that's definitely going to be a must-watch game. Um, you know, you got two top five teams going at it um, in the SEC. Um, you know, and uh, Alabama's kind of look a little shaky uh, last couple. You know, they're definitely last weekend. So, um, you know, but I and I'll be interested to see where Georgia's at because um, they haven't been playing you know perfect football either. So. I think that'll be a good uh, game for both of them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got. Yeah, and I think the, um, the biggest thing in that game we'll see, uh, uh, Georgia, I think, you know, it's pretty much a unanimous right now having the best defense. Um, and then Alabama, mm-hmm. I think I would argue for it at this point. You know, I think it's it's so weird for me to say, but Alabama looks like they have the best offense in the SEC, so that's – Weird, to, weird yeah. to think that that's where Alabama's at, uh, but um, that's what's going to make this this matchup amazing. Is um, you know uh, the top tier offense versus the top tier uh, defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I what's also it's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you know with Nick Saban testing positive for COVID, he won't be able to be on the sideline. So that's another huge no um, disadvantage. That's it. The, probably the biggest disadvantage for Alabama going into this game. Um, and yeah. so, but we'll also have to see, you know, if there's any other fallout from, you know, coach Saban having, um, um, COVID, um, another SEC matchup. I always will. I mean, uh, Tennessee always intrigues me, uh, because they're mm. always kind of, uh, back and forth. Um, but for the most part have played really, really good uh, football, um, and they really even had an opportunity against Georgia until, you know, they got late to the third quarter in the fourth quarter. Um, but mm. this uh, Tennessee-Kentucky game um, uh, really, and, yeah. I, and once again, I, I think Kentucky's a really strong team, and so I think that's a great, fun game. Definitely want to be watching. Um, you know, uh, I, I think... Um, I want to, you know, uh, we got North Carolina and Florida State. Seeing North Carolina can continue, um, see what they're what they're all about this year, um, yeah. And so, but I think, like you said, the biggest matchup is obviously the, especially for this weekend. <laughs> this weekend, it's kind of low, beside, in my opinion, besides Tennessee, yeah. Kentucky, and Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. I think those are your two best college football games this week. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, this is a tough matchup for Alabama. Like I said, the toughest aspect to me for it being is not having Nick Saban there. So we're assuming yeah, that he won't agree. be there, uh, for sure. Uh, and so, um, that's about it for our show today. Um, and so we'll have all of yes. our reactions to what we have talked about. Uh, we'll see what the Chiefs and Bills, see what kind of bounce back there is for both teams. Um, and then just seeing um, the ever-changing world of sports, seeing uh, how we can keep moving forward in the season, uh, looking to the NBA to see what teams are making moves. 
um, all that in the next coming weeks. So we will still have a ton to talk about. So anyways, you yes. all have a wonderful rest of your week and we will talk to you guys next week. See you.